This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Welcome to everyone that's tuned into Radio K Pulpit. It's Alana Willyfear. It's my program called Body Matters. And I hope you all had a fantastic week. Today I'm going to chat again to Carol van Bullion. Um, for those of you, two weeks ago, Carol, um, I had an interview with Carol and she has an amazing testimony. Um, and she is going to chat a little bit about her book again called Cancer Bow to the King. And it's such an amazing testimony of how she has overcome. But today we're going to touch on her second book called The Story Continues. And so we're going to briefly touch on the first book and then we're going to flow into the second book. So, um, you know, some of you may have previously heard the broadcast, but for the sake of those of you who haven't listened to it, we're going to have a little bit of a recap. So welcome, Carol. Thank you, Alana. It's nice to have you again. Thank you so much for coming to share um, on your second book. I know that it's going to be life-changing to so many people. And I know that there's a story behind the story. So, Carol, for those of, of the listeners out there who didn't listen to you the first time, who hasn't heard your testimony and your story, don't you just want to introduce yourself again? Alana? I'm Carol. <laughs> All right. I have two children. I have a son. He's 20. He's his second year on his degree. My daughter is 25. She has completed a degree. She is working. Both my children are born-again children, and they love Jesus. They have a relationship with him. And that is what I love to talk about in my mm. books as well, yes. how they've come to that place and um, I enjoy spending time with them, with my family, especially the outdoor swimming and um, the thing I like to tell about myself the most is I love Jesus. I am a child of God. Amen. And Carol, um, yeah, tell us a little bit about when did you get saved? About... Um, about all my life, I would say, I was a mm. Christian and that I knew the Lord. I grew up in a Christian mm. home. But the way that I know him today, I would say I know him about the last mm. 13 years. Sure, that's yeah. a long time. Yeah. Carol, tell us a little bit, just to touch on, I know you don't want to go into too much detail in the first book that you've written. And um, you've got a story to tell. Don't you want to share that story again? Um, regarding your book, Cancer Bow to the King. So Cancer Bow to the King, I wrote this book in 2017. I was sitting on my bed and I was having a chat with the Lord and I said to him, I have such a big story to tell. You've done so much for me. Will you please give me a bigger platform to tell? that you have healed me. And I heard a little voice say to me, so gentle, so beautiful inside of me, write a book. 
I said, Lord, you know what? If you are going to tell me to do something for you, then surely it must be something that I can do, but a book I cannot write. So let's go again. I said, Lord, what can I do to have a bigger platform to tell of this wonderful miracle you have done for me? And again, I heard, write a book. And then I said, Lord, you know what? That must be you. For mm. I would most definitely not tell myself to write a book. The next morning I got up and I started to write the book. So looking for a title, I gathered my children and I said to them, let's do a brainstorm and hear from the Lord what will the title of this book be. And as we did that, we pondered upon the verse that I had found, that every knee bows its knee to the name of Jesus, whether it is depression or poverty, or worthlessness, it will bow its knee. And cancer mm. had definitely bowed its knee. And so the the the, the title came. Wow. And this book is not an instructional book. It is simply my story telling mm. that he saved my life and he healed me from cancer. He did not leave my children to be orphans. They had already lost their father. He yes. surrounded me with support. He surrounded me with prayer warriors. And he showed me that I'm not going to do this life alone. And this challenge, I wasn't going to face it alone. That he was going to be with me. Mm. For he's always with us. He will not leave that us so or forsake us. So I th so in this book, I'm writing and telling how he showed me to choose life. Mm. That he has set before us life and death. Choose life mm. so that you and your children may live. A promise for me and my children. So I started to labor in the word. I started to find verses about healing. I found that by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. Mm. I found that it is his will for me to live a long and a satisfied life. Now more than anything, I wanted my children to understand this. For I was seeing their frightened faces. It was mm. tearing at my heartstrings. They were only 13 years old and 18 years old. And mm. here was the possibility staring at them. They might lose their mother. So preaching to them wasn't going to help much because... I was getting blank looks from them. Mm. And I found a verse that said, your children will be taught by the Lord. And that became my new prayer. Teach them your ways, my Lord. Teach wow. them. Use me and teach them. And I found that what I believed the direction he led me in was to be more verbal with my children. Mm. To do things like tell them Bible stories, like the story of the leper that had this question, will you heal me? The leper knew that Jesus can heal him, but the thing is, would he do it? And I knew that is what they were wondering, will Jesus mm. do this? And another example would be, I would call them in the morning and I'd say, look at the, the folds in the duvet. Look where the Lord was sitting in the night. Look where the angels were sitting. They rumpled the bed. I think they should make it. So just little things to, to bring. To make it reality. Precisely. And um, so little things that I also did. 
um, was think of ideas not to cause them concern. So mm. say I'd been home now from a chemo treatment and most of the time I had to sleep for a few days, especially because of the biochemical uh, treatment I was also receiving. So I would sleep now the whole morning and in my side drawer I would put a clean scarf, clean t-shirt, some lip gloss, some spray and a magazine. And then I'd set my clock for 10 minutes before they'd arrive home. And then I would quickly wake up, sit up, then put on the t-shirt, put on the fresh scarf and just freshen up a bit so that when they walked into the room to greet me, all they saw was a relaxed mommy reading yeah, a book and all stressed. is well. Yes. That's so the it. way that you wanted to present yourself was not in a negative light to them. You wanted to present yourself in a positive light for for their benefit, that they don't get concerned, that they don't see you um, in the way that you were really feeling. Is, is that what you wanted that to bring is, across? That is what I was doing, yes. yes. That is what I wanted to bring across to mm. them. And then I would say to them, look, mommy needs to have a little nap now because, then, because now it's their homework time. Mm-hmm. And then early evening when they were done and they'd start looking for their mommy, then I would get up and I'd go sit with them. Mm-hmm. And so when they were ready for bed, then so was I. And... Um, so it's just a way that God was showing me, just just sh- sh- leading me in the way yes. to, to just take fears away from them so mm-hmm. that they were able to be open to receive the word of the Lord. Yes. As I kept saying to them, he's a father to the fatherless and he will mm-hmm. sustain the widow. Amen. That it is his will for us to live a long and a satisfied life. I just say, you know what I mean? Just kept yes. pressing forth with that truth. But let me tell you, when trouble came, I heard the word of the Lord in their mouths and I could close my eyes and say, thank you, Lord, you answered my prayer, teaching my children your word. Mm. Mm. You know, it's so beautiful what I love about just sharing about how this affected your children. Um, It's the self-sacrifice that you made, even in your weakness. To make them feel safe, make them, you know, not fear that something is going to happen. Because sometimes when they see you and you happy and you've got a smile on your face, it calms their fears, you know, to mm-hmm. see you in a positive light. And I think that was so self-sacrifice, you know, official of you to do that for their benefit because you understood what they have gone through with their dad in the past. And, um, you know, Carol's husband passed away how many years before you um, were diagnosed with cancer? About six. Six years. And the children obviously had gone through all that trauma and they faced so many things and your heart was not for them to go through that again. Yes. That's so beautiful. Um, Carol, do you want to share a little bit just about your testimony on on that book, um, the cancer bow to the king? Just shortly, you know what what was God's? How how did God testify? How how could you testify of His goodness in all of this? I can testify that He is a good God. That when we pray. He answers. He listens. There was a story of King Hezekiah when the prophet told him that he would die. And he cried to the Lord. And the Lord told the prophet, go back. 
for I have seen his tears. Mm. I've heard his prayers. And that is the God that he is. He's a God that sees. He mm. is the God who sees. And he loves us. He is a good God. And his word is true. And the thing is, you can choose his word. You must choose it because you have the free will to do that. And if you are laboring in the word, he speaks to you through the word. You can take one verse and you can ponder upon it all day. And he will reveal things to different things and aspects of that verse yeah. all day. And that's the, the, the great thing that I, that I learned, that if you mm. take time to spend with him, mm. he spends it with you. Yes, and it's mm. in the word that your faith is, is built up. Yes. You know, and especially I know when one doesn't feel well, it's through the word and just meditating on the word that your faith is so restored at the end of the day. But let's take a short break and then we'll continue. Welcome back. This is Body Matters and Alana Willy for you. And I'm chatting to Carol van Bullion and we're just discussing her book, Cancer Bow to the King. So um, Carol just gave us a little bit of her testimony and her first book. And we are going to chat about her second book called The Story Continues. So Carol, why did you decide to write a follow-up book on the first book? So The Story Continues is a sequel to Cancer Bowed to the King. Because once you are discharged from oncology and they declare you disease-free, then testing needs to continue. It actually continues for years still. It's six years later and I'm still tested on a regular basis. And so the story continues. Because with that testing comes new challenges and, um, and new victories. And new things that you have to keep facing and the possibility of continuously facing that something else could show up. Mm. Continuously having to... Um, to walk to, in your faith. To walk in your faith, to guard your heart, to guard your mind and keep the truth in your mouth sure. that by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. And I think that's where the enemy comes in, hey? Yes. And the enemy comes and says, but maybe you're not, or maybe what if... And I suppose this is this is maybe your your test of your testimony of overcoming that. So tell us a little bit about this book. All right. So this book is about restoration. It is about all the wonderful things that is part of restoration, like a simple thing, like your hair starts to grow. And it starts to caress your face. And it's something that you that you don't maybe notice when you have hair. But and also when your hair starts to move in the wind, you just stand for a moment, you're overjoyed, yes, and you're sure. so thankful yes, for sure. these little changes, yes. for just you're changing back mm -hmm. to the normal, mm -hmm. to normality. And, and it's the things that we take for granted that we've got here. Yes, you take <laughs> it for granted. The small things become so, <laughs> wow, thank you, Jesus, I've got hair. And also, you know, when you have no hair, your head is cold. <laughs> I never knew that. And also things like um, your agility and alertness of mind is restored. You're not so clumsy like you used to be. You're more stable on your feet. So I had a lot of clumsiness 
while I was on chemo treatment. Is that one of the side effects of the chemo? Yes. It's a side effect. Uh, Making you weak because you're weak. Mm. And so you want to do the things you would do. You want to be as quick. You want to step as quickly, but your body isn't working with what you want to do. And then there's a little bit of tripping, a little bit of falling. And then suddenly you realize, but, you know, I can sit on Mm. the ground and I can jump up. And you've got your spring back again. You've got a little bit of your sway back. And 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 tell me, Carol, how long did you go for chemo? uh, Six months. Okay. And then it was completely done? Then it was done. Okay. And how often did you go? Um, Every third week. Okay, sure. And so how long would the side effects take or how long was it after you did the chemo? So when I'd been for a chemo session, I struggled for at least 10 days. Afterwards. Afterwards. Sure. So one week after chemo session, I went for bio, biological treatment. Okay. Bio, is that the right word? <laughs> Biochemical treatment. Okay. And um, that was opening up my bone marrow. So it was causing intense pain and okay. um, and nearly sometimes to the point of hallucinations and, sure. and wanting to sleep and um, really not having the clearness of mind that you should have at all. Sure. And a lot of exaggerated um, thinking emotions. and pictures and emotions and all of that. Yeah. And just tell me, during that time, did you have someone that helped you, your mom or, or someone that... Could help you with the kids. Yes, so the children themselves help okay, me. Obviously, they beg. <laughs> yes, and and my mother. Okay. So my mother actually went with me to every single one of my chemo sessions. Oh, that's beautiful. And every one of my doctor's visits, mm. and. Um, yeah, she w- would cover me when I was on chemo treatments with a blanket, bring me sure. water. And then when I looked, she was covering the other patients as well oh, and wow. taking them some water and, yeah, and just playing mom, support. And your mom, I know your mom is a godly woman. You've you've already said that it was, a, it was your mom that was kind of pleading with you right at the beginning. If those of you who read the book, you will see how, what an important role Carol's mother actually played in her life right at the beginning. So, yeah, that is beautiful. Yes. So she, my mother, um, well, that's what mothers do. She's been a great role role model to me. And I think that is why, Lana, I could consider the children, not want them to be frightened. Yes. I learned it from my mother. Mm. And that is why it's so important to allow God to lead us. Yes. to, To train our children, to teach them. So I, yes, so my mom has six children and she is the same to each one of them. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Leading us, she's actually, mothers can be the pillar of the family, you know, the honey. So yeah, that is my mom. That is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, So continue with your um, story of how um, the book plays out the second part. So the book is also about claiming back your life about um, going to parties again, visiting with friends, um, just going out to dinner. Getting back to normality. Getting back to normality. Enjoying that. Everything is like Mm. new. Just claiming um, back your life. And then it's also about the challenges. Yes. About this continuous testing, about 
um, the frightening possibilities of mm. what can be. Mm. Because every time you go for testing, they find maybe a lesion, then they see an enlarged lymph node, then there's something in the breast they don't like. Then they are so cautious because mm. you previously had I a disease. Cautious, yes. That is it. And then they, they frighten you just the way they tr- behave around you. <laughs> they are frightening you. And tell me, Carol, and I'm not asking random questions in between, but how did you feel when you came out the first time when they said you're cancer-free? It was a celebration. I'm telling you, the Lord had me weak in my knees. I said so loudly in the college rooms. I screamed out. Actually, okay, rather let's say I blurted out. Look what my God has done. He has saved my life and he has healed me from cancer. This is my God. This is the God that I know. Blessed are we, you know, blessed are Mm. we to have him as our father who is God, our healer. Amen. And at that stage, you never, you never really had any concerns once that was, you know, revealed to you. It was just told you had to come back to just come for normal testing that they can keep an eye on you and and all of that. Uh, Yes. I had no reason to be concerned whatsoever. Okay. So when I went for the first test and they said, this is showing up or that is showing up, Mm. it was like, you know what, what is this? And again, you're reminded that is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. Jesus paid the price. I do not pay. Mm. And if he has healed me, he has healed me. That I will always give consideration to the his report, his truth, and not to the report of the doctor. And was there a little bit? I must ask for for those people who might be going through it or might have gone through it, who might have a little bit of concern. Did you go through a little bit of a a mental battle? Yes, definitely. Um, there were times when when I heard something, then you feel disheartened and you mm. think, "Oh no, not again." Yeah. And um, but why? You know, the story is so great. The story is out there, but we can take every thought captive. We have the authority to yes. do that, and you actually have the ability, even in your weakness, because He is with you, that mm. you can choose to say what He says. Mm. Take that thought captive, and cast it away from you, and focus on what He says. And if you don't know even what to focus, because sometimes you feel so overwhelmed. Yes, I can imagine. Take a Bible verse, look on your phone app, whatever opens, and read it. And as you start to do that, His peace mm. starts to. Step in and penetrate, yes. And so this book, is this book that you've written the... Is it it a story? Because I I haven't read your book, the second part. Is it the journey that you had to go through fighting the mental battle every time you had to go, every time Mm. there was something else? Is Is that your journey of how, you know, how you overcame... Part of it is, okay. yes. And and how I push the enemy back by declaring and by reading in Revelation and saying it. And they overcame him 
by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, and every opportunity I had to testify, I did so. Yes. And, and I had asked the Lord for that platform, and He had given it to me. So my life became a testimony without me saying a word. And I write of many of these stories. Mm. So there was a time when I went back to work, um, and I decided on this day I'm going to leave the scarf off. And I, it was my birthday, so I wanted okay. to look pretty and feel pretty and put on some makeup and draw some eyebrows and put on some high heel shoes, even though my feet were hurting and even though my clothes were now too tight. And I thought, you know, it's my birthday. And it mm. took a lot of courage because you, I've changed. I'm still yes. bloated. Um, I still never had my eyelashes and my eyebrows. I was still a bit discolored. And you have no hair and you're a little bit more on the frumpy side and you're not so steady on your feet yet and all that. So it took a lot of courage. And I work at a large company. And I thought, you know what, here I go. And as I started to walk down the corridor large open plan offices and I was away my office was away at the other at the other end. end and I heard somebody shout my name and I thought oh my hat what have I done mm-hmm. and I thought maybe I imagined that and as I walked on I heard somebody else shout my name and somebody else and as I dared to look to the right people started standing and shouting and I just knew that this was God was there and all this emotion sure. that was filling the air and people started standing from everywhere and then they started to clap and they were clapping and as I walked down this passage right to the end and I got to the office that's crossed over people were standing and crowding the entranceways and some were shouting she works in this team (laughs) and I said God what is happening and what I realized in that moment I never said a word Mm. and I walked in and I walked to my office people were applauding God they were loving him they were saying thank you to him. They were witnessing a miracle. And they need to know that he is still God of miracles. He is still their God of miracles. You know how many people came to me to say to me, I had forgotten that he is a good God. Sure. You have reminded me. Wow. And I never, without having to say, say a word. word. That he could use you to testify in such a way. Sure, Carol, that's such an amazing story. I'm actually in tears at the moment. But, you know, God is so good. You know, he works all things for his good. Yes. You know, and as you said, it was a testimony. You never said a word. You put on your best clothes. You were bold and courageous to step out there and expose yourself. And God was good. And he was good because he will not let you be put to shame. Yes, that is so true. He's involved in your life in every part of it. And if you ask him, Lord, give me a mm. platform, he says yes. Sure. You know, everything is to bring glory to, to the name of the Lord, yes, to bring glory to his name and to let people know that he is our healer, mm. that by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. Yes. Yeah. 
Carol, that is so beautiful. And I know that you... Um, you know, you've been through a journey, you've been healed, God has healed you. And then you've been obviously for checkups and there's been little things that's popped up on the way and you had to go through this mental and emotional road with God and God has taught you so many things. I, I can imagine on this way how to keep the faith because at the end of the day it's to keep the faith it's to stand on the word of god because he's done it already here it's finished yes for the word the cross is active and alive Mm. his word is true his word accomplishes all for which it is purposed and that's all that we need to do Mm. is to come in agreement with him yes if he says so, it is so. Mm. Yeah. And that is so beautiful. And I just want to tell you just to to lift your spirit. There's a lady in in our church that's also gone through um, a little bit of what you're going through. And I, th- I know that she bought your book. And um, so I was chatting to her the other day because um, they've also removed um, some of the cancer. And, and I know that she had to go in again and they had to remove something but in order for her to keep the faith and she's very positive and we we truly believe she is healed and she said your book ministered so much to her because I know at the back of the book there is so many scriptures so many things that you can go back onto and just remind yourself that God is God that yields. You know, faith comes from hearing the word of God. And she said, you know what? I grabbed Carol's book and I went to the back and I started reading and reading and reading until I got the peace, the peace of God. So I just want to tell you that was amazing that this book is such an amazing book. Um, Carol, at the end, don't you want to share what you put at the end of, of the book? Yes. So, Lana, I've had many similar testimonies. And I just give God all the praise and all the glory. So, in the end of the book, after my conclusion, I've written the verses as they are in the book and where they are found. And um, then I've also put in a prayer of salvation. Awesome. And a blessing and a prayer for the filling of the Holy Spirit. Oh, that is beautiful. Carol, I know that God is going to use this book of yours powerfully because it's not you ministering to anybody. It's your story. It's your testimony, um, you know, of how you've overcome the scriptures that God has given you on this journey to to walk it and to keep the faith. You know, so God is all honor and all glory to him. And you know what? I know that, that, you know, God has given you the book to write because he's a God of promises. He wouldn't let you write a book, you know, and then go back onto his word. If this is his word, if this is his heart to yield, to restore and to for you to bear that witness to so many people out there. So let's just take a short break and then we'll be back in a few minutes. Welcome back. It's Body Matters with Alana Willyfrew and we're nearly at the end of our program and I've been chatting to Carol, um, Carol van Bullion and with regards to her book, Carol Bar... Oh, 
Cancer bowed to the king. I wanted to say Carol bowed to the king, but Carol, you also bowed to the king. And her follow-up story, which is called The Story Continues. And Carol, I know there might be a lot of people that might even be going or facing the same situation that you have faced a few years ago. And they might also be a little bit overwhelmed. And I know that your book is a book of encouragement and they might want to maybe get hold of your book or read it. Um, you also said it's a very easy reading book, so that was for a specific reason. Yes. <laughs> so do you want to just share on that and if, you're, if you'd like to give your details, if anybody would want to, you know, purchase one. Yes, Alana. The, the, um, the book has a Facebook page. Cancer Bowed to the King, then both books, The Story Continues, is also on that page. And then the book has an email address, cancerbowed at outlook.com. Then the book also has a cell number, 072 Okay, that's awesome. So if any of you would like to purchase the book or maybe even just chat to Carol, maybe you've going... Um, through the same thing, maybe you're fearful, maybe you, you know, not sure what to expect. You know, Carol has been there and um, she can tell her story. She can maybe share her heart with you or maybe just encourage you. So, Carol, while we're here, is there anything that you would like to share with the listeners or, you know, as I said, a word of encouragement for them? And a word of encouragement would be, When we pray, God answers. Even if we do not see the results immediately, Mm. the truth remains that we are healed. The truth remains we are successful. The truth remains we are prosperous. The truth remains you are forgiven. And the truth remains we are victorious and our children are prospering and they are victorious. There is because there's a plan for their future. And their final outcome. There's always a truth that remains. And to know that he has the last word. And that is a word of victory in our mouths. Believe that you receive when you pray. For in him it's yes. And therefore the amen is spoken. Amen. That is so beautiful. And you know what I love what you said now. Is that God has got the final say. And God is God's heart for us is to prosper us, you know. Where that, um, and I just feel I just want to add this, you know. The the word says that I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans to prosper you, not to harm you, but to give you hope and a future. And you know, God's heart is for us not to die prematurely. Is for us to live long lives. That's it. That's part of our inheritance. You know, part of our inheritance is healing. You know, it's to live a, a good life, to have joy, to have peace. God's heart. You know, the enemy wants to come and kill, steal, and destroy. And you know what? We have got that that power to choose. Who are we going to believe? Whose report are you going to believe? And, um, you know, the Lord says, and I always stand on this again, it says, whatever you ask and you believe, I will give it to you. 
And the key is believing. And, you know, even when I think about anyone that was sick in the Bible, the Lord said, it's because of your faith you are healed. And what is faith? It's to believe. So, Carol, would you like to end off with, some, with, with a prayer for us, please? Yes, Alana. My prayer is, God, by your grace, may every ear hear and every heart believe that Jesus heals. May every ear hear and every heart believe that Jesus paid the price for sickness and disease so that no person who believes in him has to pay the price in their bodies. I pray, Lord, that you will bless them with the truth and the power of your healing in Jesus' name. The truth that is that by the stripes of Jesus, they are healed. May you bless them, Lord, with support and with prayer warriors and with love and with your presence. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Carol, thank you so much for coming to share again your second book. And I know that um, this is such a powerful book and I know your testimony is awesome and amazing and it's your story and I know your story is going to touch many people's hearts. Your book is going to minister to many people and it's going to encourage many people. So I want to thank you for writing it because I know people need it. Otherwise, God would not have given it to you. So thank you for being on this program and for the listeners out there. Yeah, if you feel this is something you want to purchase, it's something you want to read and you don't even have to be, be ill or sick. I, I know that there's many people have, have read this book and it's just been so inspiring. It's just a kind of God's goodness that every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord and God's heart. His heart for us is so good. He wants the best for us. So thank you again, Carol. And thank you, listeners out there. Unfortunately, this is the end of the program. And we'll meet again next Saturday at the same time. Have a wonderful, beautiful, blessed week. From me, Alana, we'll leave for you. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.